Now playing. Why so serious? What is the matrix? Have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight? Oh, what's in the box? You like scary movies. What does Marcellus Wallace look like? You talking to me? You talking to me? Movie reviews in 20 cues. Hello, sensational people, and welcome to our first podcast of the year 2020. I am your host, Sam Hooley, and this is the podcast Movie Reviews in 20 Cues, the show where we review, surprisingly, a movie by asking 20 questions about it. Uh, joining me this week, no Stacey, but we do have one of the old favorites. He was there on the debut episode. It's Spanky. How the fuck are you, Spanky? Uh, bit of trepidation for this one tonight, Sam. A lot of feels going around in this movie, so... Not quite sure how this is going to go tonight. So the man with a lump of coal in his chest is uh, suddenly discovering some emotions. Is that what you're telling me? Oh, fuck. I don't know, man. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> this might be the podcast where one of us finally you cries given, on air. You should have given me a warning that this was what the shit was all about. Oh, it's a marriage story. It's a happy marriage, you know? It's fucking not a very happy marriage, man. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck did you get me into? Depressing as hell. <laughs> a little exactly. bit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And the other person joining us, well, she was on our episode of Passengers. It's Liz. How the fuck are you, Liz? I'm excellent, thank you. I am also, you know, feeling a bit of trepidation, not for the same reasons, just that you cut my last episode. I don't think anyone can hear it anywhere. <laughs> so I'm starting to think, you know, maybe I'm not so good at this, but, um, you know, I thought I'd come back, give it another go. Uh, I got some fun stuff to say, but I also am the person with the tissues nearest them. So if either of you guys start crying, <laughs> it's fine, guys. I've got the tissues. We'll wipe your tears away. Thanks. I'm glad you haven't asked me why I've got tissues in the garage <laughs> beside my computer, Liz. Well, now I'm glad as well. <laughs> I mean, oh, God. All, all I can say is you're sitting in a good seat. That's, you're right. <laughs> oh, no. Anywho, what a way to start the podcast. So, yeah, as you guys can tell by the name of the episode, we all watched Marriage Story, the 2019 film from last decade. Uh, <laughs> funny weird to say that, eh? It's super weird. So yeah, Marriage Story, uh, as I mentioned, came out on Netflix at the end of last year, and just going to run briefly for a synopsis, it is by Academy Award nominated filmmaker Noah Baumbach, and it's in his incisive and compassionate look at a marriage breaking up and a family staying together. The film stars Scarlett Johansson and Adam Driver. Johansson? Johansson? Johansson. Always I've always wrong. said Johansson, but you're saying Johansson, and that ah. kind of sounds fancy, so maybe that's right. But they all say ScarJo, so I'm going to go with Scarlett Johansson. Yep, cool. Adam Driver, Laura Dern, Alan Alder, and Rayleigh Ota. Looking at the reviews for this film, Rotten Tomatoes has it at 95%, IMDb at 8.2 out of 10, and Metacritic at 93%. But I'm going to start with you, Spanky. What would you give this as a score out of 10,000... Uh, cardboard cutters, box cutters. Oh, Seven thousand four hundred weekends at Mum's house. Really? Yeah, yeah. Out of ten. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's, that's it. Yep. Interesting. What about you, Liz? Yeah, I'm pretty close actually. I see. I'm not quite leveling up to the the same um, to the scores that the other websites have given, but I was thinking something like seven thousand two hundred and fifty nine trips between. LA and New York, <laughs> which is a lot, Oh, you but guys, not enough. Surprising. I'm going to give this like 9,100. Wow. I really enjoyed this film. For me- How? I um, mean, it's not that I hated it. I mean, yeah, it was yeah. a good film, 
But God, it was sad and depressing. Yeah, but that's me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sam, he's and the most not depressing me? guy I've ever met. <laughs> what the fuck? No, it's just, it's just really film wankery. And we'll, we'll get into it in a oh. moment. We don't want to spoil our first question. But... I do understand the film wankery. Yes, you're right. Yeah, that yeah. is you. Yeah. You are a yeah. film wanker. It okay. is. It's totally who, film who wanker. Who can't imagine that this hasn't been made already? A, a story about a divorce. So. Oh, it has. It Kramer has. versus Kramer. There's like, yeah. Isn't remember. there a movie called like... The, wasn't the one with like Vince Vaughn and Jennifer Aniston? Oh, the breakup. That's it. That that also sounded depressing. I never watched it. Yeah, I know. I never seen it. Yeah. No. <laughs> but there you go. It's been made before with different yeah, worse people. actors. Yeah, I was trying to be nice. <laughs> hey, that's holy shit! I want to hear a thing against my boy Vince. All right. Uh, so yeah, as uh, as I said at the start of the podcast, what we do is we review this movie by asking twenty questions about it. We ask ten questions that we can apply to any film. We then move into three personal questions. Sometimes finish on a list of questions. This week we are going to finish on a Patreon question because I didn't uh, have time to throw a question out there to you, our wonderful dear listeners. And the one that we always start on is the compliment sandwich, which is one thing good, one thing bad, and one thing good about this film. Now, Spanky, why don't you lead us off? I think it was well acted by everyone, and great, great. No, that's two good things. Um, there maybe <laughs> there was. There, I'm, I'll use that later. Um, there was maybe a bit of forced comedy, and it was quite serious. I felt it was a serious movie, and there were a few bits like I, I didn't like the comedy in it. But then saying that it's well acted, it was also well casted. I actually think couldn't can, can, can think of better actors to play the parts that they played. So it was really well, the writer director did actually pick these two. Like he wrote it for them, wrote, yeah. wrote the entire yeah. film for them. Yeah, went to Scarlett Johansson, who was in the midst of a divorce, and said, "Hey, I want you to play this woman who's getting a divorce." And she was like, "The funny you fucking ask, I'm actually going through a divorce right now." <laughs> He's like, "That's that's the reason I ask. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's not funny that I asked that divorce. Yeah, 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 exactly. That I'm a creep stalking you, but." <laughs> What about you, Liz? Unfortunate. Uh, yeah, it's funny that uh, Spanky said that about the comedic timing because that is going to be my first good thing. Really? I, I'm not someone who watches just solid, depressing stuff. I have depression. I don't need to be more depressed. <laughs> like, I take the pills to not be depressed all the time. So for me, like, obviously, good film. I don't, I don't disagree, obviously. But yeah, I just felt like every time I was getting a bit serious and you kind of thought, oh, God, this is, this is pretty dark. They just brought in something that was a bit awkward or a bit funny and you just Kind of like, oh, yeah, that's good. And it just kind of brought you back. And, yeah, I really like that. Yeah. For me, it was quite a long film. That's probably my negative. I'm not sure what you would have cut out necessarily. Maybe the songs, but, you know, I might <laughs> chat about that later. Um, but, yeah, it just I was sort of like, okay, is it done yet? All right. Yeah, so for that, for me, was maybe a bit long was, yeah. the, was the shit in the sandwich. But on a good uh, finishing note, I would say I quite liked, and this is going to sound like I know what I'm talking about. I don't. Uh, the cinematography. <laughs> I felt like it was it just I liked how all the shots were framed and how they, you know, did things. Like yeah, we Sam and I were just talking earlier about how we're not necessarily the most experty people around camera shots yeah. and things. I don't have a clue. But I liked how this looked. So to me that was that was something good. Fair enough. Uh riffing off you, Spanky, yeah. I mean oh I mean we've we've just discussed it. The acting was amazing. Like even Laura Dern, who I absolutely love. I fucking hated her in this movie. Oh, yes. oh, I wanted to punch her through the screen. <laughs> and to get that sort of visceral reaction, like, that's what she's going for. I'm not just saying I want to beat up Laura Dern. I want to beat up her character. <laughs> but, like, to get that visceral sort of reaction out of me where I'm just like, oh, my God, I want to strangle you is great. Even Alan Older, you know, like, haven't seen him in much lately. He was he crushed it, Ray Liotta, all that sort of stuff. Supporting actors were, like, brilliant. And a lot of good things has been said about Adam Driver, about how he's going to get nominated for an Oscar and he might win. But even ScarJo, she was pretty good. Yeah. And yeah. that, that yeah. was really quite surprising to me. I don't like ScarJo as a person and that, you know, you've <laughs> no, seen a lot never. of controversy around her, all her 
you know, oh, I'm going to play a trans man because I can and I could play a tree if I want. You're kind of yeah, like, yeah. oh, these are some not great opinions, you know. Like, yeah. But no, I, I thought she was really good in this film. She really owned that role. And I, I really agree with you. The, the casting was excellent and the acting was just top notch. And the bad thing for this was sitting around having a conversation with my wife after we watched this film. <laughs> Shout out to Topher from We Watched the Thing. I know you went through the same thing as well, where it was just like sitting there and it was like, oh, so... You know, if we got divorced, what do you mean if we got divorced? Hang on, hang on, wait, 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 hang on. Like, I'm just saying, like, hypothetically, if we got divorced, like, what the fuck do you mean if we got divorced? Yeah, I'm not okay with this conversation. <laughs> because, like, I'm your friend initially, but I like Stacey Moore. So oh, then, everyone likes Stacey how Moore. How does this work? Like, how do I retain? I'll just, I'll just stay in touch with her on Facey. Stacey, it's me and you all the way, babes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Joining the I legions mean, of fans that write in to say, why the hell is Stacey not on your most recent episode? It sucked without her. Yeah, yeah. Burn. <laughs> no, I mean, Sam, you're, you're fine. Well, thank you. <laughs> I'll take fine. <laughs> you're like, I'll take what I can get. Exactly. But seriously, don't divorce that fabulous woman. Yeah. But then the uh, final good thing for me as well is it was very cleverly bookended with what happened at the start. We noticed this on the second mm. watch, didn't we, Spanky? Where yep. sh- she came out of the tube station, got harassed by one of those street muggers. He does the exact same thing at the end of the movie, but he doesn't want to talk to them. And she says he brings in a crowd, he has people around him that love him and all this other stuff. By the end of the movie, he doesn't. You know, he gets up and sings. No one cares. No one's interested. They're all gathering around her singing. You know, it's kind of flipped. And I liked how it flipped. I liked how it changed, uh, you know, perspective and sort of flipped the themes on its head. That was the other good thing for me. They did a lot of callbacks. And um, I'll talk about that, I guess, when we come to a later question. But, yeah, I noticed quite a few things where... They said something or did something. You thought, oh, I see. They're pulling that back from the previous. That was really cool. It was very clever. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Me and him are like best mates. Like best mates. <laughs> really? <laughs> Shot, no. Shot, bro. I mean, you totally know how to say his name, so you must be besties. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, that moves over to question number two. What is it there, Spinky? What character would totally jump one of the leads if they got the chance? Okay, so I was pretty much thinking the secretary at the law firm where Charlie's Oh, sorry, no, where Henry has seen the fish before. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. She was just, they were yeah. vibing. I thought, oh, so he's going to get together with this, with this uh, secretary yeah. and they're going to have a thing because she was so kind to him and really nice. And she I thought, validated his parking. Here we go, buddy. Validate yeah. your parking. Totally yeah, yeah. validated the parking, right? So that I totally thought it was going to be a thing and it, it obviously wasn't, but... She was, was next on my list. If you had it have taken my one, I thought it was going to be uh, the grandma and Adam Driver's character. Oh, Gima. Yeah, yeah. They've got the secret oh, emails going I'm sorry. on. I actually have written down mum or secretary, but I decided <laughs> on the secretary. So clearly we were picking up the same vibes. Yeah, definitely picking up the same vibe. Do you have the same answer, Spiggy? I was going to go with the sister-in-law because I thought the sister-in-law was down for it as well. She like, was my third option. <laughs> I was like, the whole family was down for him, you know? Was, I feel like everyone was, in this film was down for him. Yeah, well, I feel like... The only like one that he, wasn't was Kajo. Ex- yeah, well, he was, the, he was supposed to be a sexy man. He was supposed to be, yeah. uh, you know, like, that was his deal. He was a driven creative. He was a beer. Ooh, he was a beer, He, a right? he yeah. has that certain, yeah, thing, you know? Fair yeah. enough. Cool. Moves us over to question number three. What is it, the Elrizz? Okay, what deep philosophical debate arose in you during this film, Sam? Yeah, well, I've touched on it. I was like, I was wondering what my divorce would be like. Whether we'd be like the two characters in this and start off and be like, no, we're totally going to be cool about it. We're just going to split everything. We'll just walk away and all that sort of stuff. And then I thought to myself, yeah, we're better than these people. And that's what I was trying to debate. And I was like, but yeah, but these people thought they were better than that. And then I was like, it's a movie. Just get over it. Well, I think it might even be that sort of American versus Kiwi vibe, right? Like America is all about the lawyers. At least it seems so. Whereas New Zealanders, I feel like we're just very apathetic. So we're just kind of be like, oh, I can't be bothered. Just fine. You have the house and I'll have the baby. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> really? Sure, you're sure, just, sure, sure. Sure, why not? Yeah, I'll definitely take the house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have the baby. She's loud. You get all the responsibility. I get the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What about you, Spanky? Are the people that you know or love the most the ones that hurt you the most? Because it, oh. it seemed as though. It seemed, as, it seemed as though that was it. Like, they just knew how to, like, fucking, like, absolutely, like, destroy the other one. Really just... Just, yes. like, in the most, in the most yeah. personal way, and it's just that whole, like, other ones that we love are the ones that can hurt us the most. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And, and it, that's what it totally felt like for me for these two, because they were just, like, petty and, yeah, it yeah. was, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So what you're saying is we should never love anyone and we should live all our lives completely alone. <laughs> just be stoic. Well, I sort of you know, figured, <laughs> you know, maybe up in the forest somewhere, yeah. <laughs> lots of meditation, probably well, more than the You're wearing the flannelette. Like you could yeah. pull off a lumberjack roll right now. In the- yep, you just yep. need like a real life sex doll and away you go, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Antoinette. <laughs> Antoinette. Well, he's named her, so maybe yeah. he already owns her. Well, uh, moving on to mine, um, <laughs> because I think we need to. Yes. Um, I just I found it really interesting the the dynamics of how this divorce went as regards to like who takes custody and how both of them. Oh, well, soon you know, for Charlie, the problem was you know he if he. Turned up in LA and got an apartment, then he was showing like he wanted to move to LA, but if he didn't, he'd seem like he didn't want to be a parent. And for Nicole, if she made any kind of indication that she didn't love her child and wasn't the perfect mother, then that would be hugely problematic. Like, I just feel like family court and and how all this legal stuff goes down can be just so dark. And you see a lot of it. And, you know, a lot of people talk about how dads don't get enough rights in family court. I do think that's changing, but I agree. I feel like it could just be such a shit show and I don't know how you fix it because obviously, no. you're both, well, generally speaking, you'd hope that both parents care and want to be a good parent and want to get involved. But if, in this <laughs> case, they wanted totally different things. Like, how do you fix that? I don't know. Like, yeah. I just thought. Like one parent working in one city and another parent working in another city, even from a third person perspective, you're like, who should the, kid, who should the kid go bad. with? You're like, fuck. Maybe the kid should just rack up a whole bunch of frequent fly miles. That's yeah. it. Lounge. Yeah. Eh? Lounge. Yeah. Lounge kid. This is like that, that'd be a good movie. That could be a good follow up. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The movie does well in that you can't really pick a side. You know what I mean? Mm. Like it very treads down the middle. In like one moment you're like, "Oh, this guy's such an asshole," and then the next moment you're like, "No, nah, but she's such a bitch." But just yeah. exactly yeah. what we talked about. Like it was like the first time I watched it, I was fully for him. The yeah, second yeah. time I really? watched it, the second time I watched it, I was fully for her. Oh. And then by the end of it, I'm like. I don't fucking really know. Yep. It's still up in the air for me. I'm like, oh. I have no fucking idea, eh? Uh, they're yeah. both pieces. They're yeah. both fucking pieces of work. It was up and down. Yeah, like it just con- like, oh god, she's being a dick. Like, yeah. he's definitely the better guy. And yeah, the next scene, you'd just be like, oh no, you're a creep. Like, yeah, like yeah. whatever. Like, it just he cheated on her really well. and all that sort of stuff. They all, yeah. just, oh, they all sucked. It is. And <laughs> then he's such a good way of like every you. opportunity to criticize her. You know, even while she's yeah. like. Oh, what like, have you done with your hair? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd prefer it longer. Oh you know, like, God. who the fuck says that about the ex-wife? Oh, my God. Like, yeah. Fucking creep. <laughs> we could talk about that for hours, but yeah. yeah. Well, we'll get another chance, I think, in uh, question 14. So. Excellent. Yeah. Okay, this question is question number four, which comes, which is the first of our Patreon questions. This question comes courtesy of the amazing man that is Dave Baker, who also has his own Patreon at patreon.com forward slash your favorite. On it, he posts a ton of awesome content that you should all go check out. I'll put a link in the show notes down below. And what Dave would like to know is which two characters from this film would you want with you at your house party? 
kind of a tough question this week, Dave. Kind of a tough one to answer because most people in this film are absolutely depressing, but we'll see. We'll see. Maybe Spanky wants to throw a depressing party. What do you got, Spanky? Nora and Nicole. Oh, okay. Yeah, because really? Nora, like, you know what I mean? Like, she seems like she's a bit of a dynamic go-getter. Like, she'd be getting up, having a few wine spritzes with you or something like that. You know, Nora's the grandma, right? No, Nora's the, um, the, lawyer. the, the lawyer. Oh, sorry, fuck. Lo- the lawyer. Market. And then, and then, <laughs> and then, like, and then Nicole is, is Scarlett Johansson's character. You know what I mean? Because she's... Scarlett um, Johansson. Yeah, yeah she's, she, and she's ready to mingle, you know what I mean? Like, why she's not? an excellent dancer. Yeah, yeah, just get in. Yeah, and a singer and entertaining <laughs> and, yeah, man, I'm telling you. Yeah, you got you got Fair enough. Yeah, that's how I'm taking to the house party with me. I half agree. I'd take Nora too. I think she's hilarious. I yeah. think she'd be great fun. She's so like she's lively and chatty. Well, she'd be in there chatting to everyone. Oh, the sister in law. She likes a bit of wine. <laughs> oh, yeah. She oh, yeah. is weird and she Socially is so awkward, awkward and it's yeah. great. I think she'd be great fun. She's in there sloshing her wine about. I love her too because I. Cup of tea, mom. Oh, yeah. What was then? She said like Russian or something. It was so weird. Like, but it, I just think she's hilarious and she's so awkward. And I just thought it was so funny to see her like that compared to, I don't know if you guys saw, um, was that Unbelievable? Uh, um, yes. Is that what it's called? Yeah, yes. the, the TV show. Yeah. And she's she's this very sort of really focused, serious, quiet, calm person who like solves this whole crime. Really stoic as. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and like to see her in this movie, she's like, I'm getting anxious. My palms are, what did she say? It, was, it wasn't even like my palms are sweating like any normal person. She yeah, was just like, like, my palms have perspiration. Like, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, what? Yeah. Oh. I just think she'd be quite a bit of a laugh. I, I like her there. Uh, I am going to go with the grandma, Sandra. I loved her. <laughs> don't know why. I We're going to have discussions nice. later. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's, I don't know. I just found her lovely. And I, I think if you're at a house party and she shows up and she's like, hello, how's it going? Oh, get some more wine. It's like, oh, this oh, this woman's fucking cool. And we're done with the wine clean yet. up. She'll probably clean up afterwards. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, she'll take care of everyone. It'll be good, yeah. She'll be awesome. Yeah, she'll yeah, be wiping yeah. the vomit off your lip, Sam. Yeah, that's and true. Like, Stacey would like someone to do that. Yeah, yeah, change. yeah. That'd be awesome. Yep. Uh, and then I was trying to debate as to which of the other characters that I'd invite because, yeah, most of them are pretty depressing because I was like, Adam Driver? But then I was like, Stacey yeah. is in love with Adam Driver and he's a dick in this movie, <laughs> so he'd definitely sleep with Stacey. <laughs> he's well taller than you too. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, like Stacey's sworn to me that she'd never run away from me for him, but um, who knows. Mm, he's got <laughs> a lot of hair. I don't I'm want to saying. test it. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> just wanted to really bring those things home to you, Sam. Really and, tall, and he's a successful director living in New York, yes, I know. In this, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, then I was like, uh, fuck it, the receptionist. She validates parking. She'd be good. She's cute. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like She's it. She's very cute. Oh, yeah. 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 Good vibes. Yeah. Cool. Moves us over to question number five. What is it there, Spanky? What item from this film would you want or definitely not want to be? Uh, that was pretty easy for me. Um, I did not want to be the wall that Charlie punches. Yeah. Because not only does it end up with a giant hole in it, it was obviously very flimsy and cheap. I'm not cheap. <laughs> Classy and expensive. Simply flimsy, though, eh? Well, okay, yeah. <laughs> but you got pounded like by Adam Driver. Like really that's dark not... and so like, like I can't quite think what it is, but yeah, I'm I'm not cheap. I'm I'm classy. Okay, that's it. Don't want to be punched. Well, I just don't want to be punched and get a giant <laughs> hole in my head. Fair enough. Seems fair. Similar to uh, similar to you there, Liz. I don't want to be covered in blood. I was also. Gonna- <laughs> I was going to go with his other wall that gets covered in his like wall and light switch and all this other shit. But then I was like, no, nah, but what about his floor? Like, it's cheap and tacky as well. It's, it's just pretty shit. Ends up with fucking, you know, Adam Driver, like, blacking out from loss of blood on my, <laughs> on me. I don't want that. 
Yeah, it's it doesn't look clean. Like it's yeah. just not. That's not nice. No, it's not. No. no. So you guys, just like this film, have missed out <laughs> the fucking important thing here. The kid. Who wants to like the fucking? Who yeah, wants he's, to? He, he's who a person. To, You're not wants, allowed to be a thing. I feel like the, I feel like, like, I feel like the kid oh. has been treated like a thing. Oh, yeah. there we go. You're very philosophical on this one. Spanky. I'm just saying that the that the movie has forgotten the kid's feelings. Therefore, he's a thing. Therefore, <laughs> fuck, I wouldn't want to be the kid in this. He becomes a bargaining chip. He gets taken to eleven different offices so that he he goes <laughs> trick or treating <laughs> twice. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. Poor oh yeah, the poor kid, kid having yeah, to go honestly. twice out to get. Free candy. He had to go to like the liquor store. That was a little off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's weird. Like, yeah. Oh my god. Do do you need the tissues? Like you're getting quite emotional about this kid. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I feel like I need to go to the liquor kid. store. I can't promise these tissues aren't <laughs> yeah. used, but you know, if you need them, they're there. <laughs> anyway, question number six is also a Patreon question. This question comes courtesy of the amazing woman that is Emily Higgins of the Tasteless Podcast. Absolutely love her podcast, a show in which she reviews two movies, one that everybody loves, that everyone raves on about how awesome it is, and then another one that she feels didn't get the Jews it deserved. The very first episode, I fell in love with it. She did a rant about why Showgirls is a better film than La La Land, and so that's the type of quality that you'll get for the Tasis podcast. But yeah, it's absolutely awesome. Anyway, what would she like to know there, Liz? Uh, she would like to know which character has probably gone the longest without showering. Hey, talking about that kid... <laughs> no time to shower you got to trick or treat again exactly little motherfucker kids are dirty kids are generally dirty they you know shower maybe every couple of days I'm going with Adam Driver's character because who oh. the fuck flies around all that time you know what I mean like it's hard to get showers like when you're flying between New York and LA and, shit, and having, to pick up, having to pick up all you know like rental cars and shit like that and organised stuff that motherfucker, I guarantee, hasn't had a decent shower in ages. Fair enough. What about you, Liz? Oh, I, for me, it was 100% Pablo, that flirty grip. Like, oh, really? Oh, he yeah. was fine in the movie bit, but then at the party, I was like, oh, you're feral, aren't you? Like, yeah. you can, you don't look like someone who's bothered to shower. You've been out trying to pick up checks. It was the, the Rasta hoodie, wasn't week. it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. The beanie wasn't great either. The, just, wasn't, yeah. the facial hair, yeah. like, all of it yeah. just put together. Uh, I was like, uh, I'm pretty sure you smell not as great as you could. Yeah. 100%. Uh, that moves us over to question number seven, which is, what's something in this film that you notice that you don't think other people might have immediately noticed? I'm going first, and it is, the babysitter does up her belt. When they come home from, like, having drinks, <laughs> the babysitter gets up off the couch and does up her belt. And I'm like, what the fuck? What was the babysitter doing on the couch with her belt unbuckled? That's not, just fucking not weird. Not to mention, she's like, oh, you guys have come home early. <laughs> no, but exactly. then she's like, and you're really beautiful. And you're really, and beautiful. You're really beautiful. Oh, my God. So I'm just like, what the fuck's going on with the babysitter on the couch? Do you reckon she might have been auditioning her finger puppets for, to their marriage album or something, maybe? <laughs> I, yeah. Double click on your own mouth. <laughs> I've never heard the finger puppets one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I think she was subverting gender norms. You guys always seem to have your hands down your pants. When you're sitting around, so maybe I, she I was do just have it right now. Not when I look after, <laughs> oh, not when I look after children. Thank God for the tablecloth, Sam. <laughs> oh my God, I'm looking elsewhere. Yeah, yeah no, I'm saying she was just like, you know, I'm just sitting comfortably, tucking my hand down there. Yeah, there's warm. no guy that I know needs to be told that you don't look after children with your hands down your pants. <laughs> Okay, I got, I got nothing for that one. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm just saying that true. Yeah, I mean, if that had been a guy babysitter and he had a... I feel that would have been taken way worse. You're right. Yeah, yeah. 
Because yeah. it is female, you almost skim past it and you might not have noticed. But Spanky noticed. <laughs> Spanky, Spanky noticed. definitely noticed. Yeah. What about you, Sam? Oh, I liked the little bit of symbolism at the end in which, you know, their entire life has fallen apart. But then she goes, but, you know, they've sort of started to mend things, start to make things better. And the film ends on him having his shoelaces untied. And she comes walking over, bends over, does up his shoelaces, puts it together. And I was sort of thinking, that's a nice bit of symbolism of like what was once broken has now been mended. And maybe they've got, you know, potential to work things out in the future. Oh, that's sweet. I think it's kind of like, I that bit I thought was quite cool because he's meant to be the neat and tidy one, right? And then she's meant to be the hot mess. Whereas she's the one coming to tie up his shoe, so maybe their roles are swapping or something. Yeah. Yeah. I noticed, I quite liked that, um, it was kind of the same thing, actually. There was a lot of those um, callbacks to things. The thing I think I really liked was when she's complaining to Nora about how her marriage went wrong and how he didn't, you know, love her or whatever, she, uh, Nicole mentions that, he never, uh, uh, Charlie never asked her what she wanted to do that day because yeah. he didn't care. You know, he was always caught up in his own self. And I noticed that when she's in the bed with Henry and the mum comes in and is getting him to do stuff, she turns to him and says, what do you want to do today? And I thought that was really nice. She's trying to change things and make it that his life isn't the sadness that she had. And I just, yeah, that was something that oh, stood out to me. Yeah, that's sweet. Yeah. And that moves us over to question number eight. What is it there, Spanky? What type of job would this movie be awesome at? This was a tricky question. <laughs> I threw this in there just to fuck everyone off. Yeah, I'm like, uh, depressing me? Yeah, um, is that a what? job? <laughs> yeah, but um, in the end I decided on a travel agent because they do a, he does a lot, Charlie does a lot of traveling, right? Yeah, so yeah. I figured they've got the hang of at least domestic American travel requirements. I think it's a septic tank pumping man because <laughs> it just puts all your shit out there. <laughs> You know, wow. like it's just that is the fucking it's just, it's just, yeah, he it's wins. just all the yeah, shit yeah, is yeah. out there. I'm not even gonna follow that. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I wish I didn't say anything now. I just yeah, <laughs> I should just let him own it. My answer for what it's worth was a mediator because it gets you to see both sides of the story. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just went for that, but no, you, you definitely just, won that one, Spanky. Wow, because there's a lot of shit from both sides, eh, man? I'll be <laughs> yes. honest. I'll be honest, eh? We all shit into the same place, but it all smells the same. Yeah, yeah. It's all shit. This it's- is the man of like this deep philosophical crap coming out here, like yeah. literal crap, even in this particular. It's quote. like somebody's changed this episode. It's like. <laughs> yeah. Pre-planned this movie. This movie <laughs> broke like him. I think this, this movie shit. broke yeah, him. This <laughs> movie, yeah, this is the movie that broke him. <laughs> Might have been. On a more cheerful note. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, moving over to question number nine. Question number nine, what is it there, Liz? Okay, so what quote from this film would be the worst to hear immediately after you finish having sex? It's like death without a body. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no. Yeah, I don't think I want anyone yeah. bringing up death when Ex- we've just finished banging. Exactly. So I'm going with the... I've seen these fish before. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> no one wants to be seeing fishes after they've had sex, do they? Clearly that's exactly what he meant. Yeah. Uh, Maybe sperm whales? I feel like there was so many quotes in this. Like, I really struggle to pick one. Um, so I'm going to do an honourable mention, which I really feel like one of the boys should have picked because I don't think it works quite as well from a woman. But uh, my honourable mention goes to, well, I think I'm going to go if you two are just going to sit around and suck each other's dicks. <laughs> I'd just be definitely looking around the room being like, I thought it was just us two in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, um, um, yeah, um, um, 
But uh, yeah, the clear winner was for me was um, the thought of having sex with you makes me want to peel my skin off. Oh, you, you don't want to hear that. Like, <laughs> that's an unfortunate thing to hear. No, I never want to hear that again. Yeah, yeah right. you've had I'm, this time. I've just finished. It's been good. I've just You're finished, like, though. Oh, but the yeah. thought of doing it again yeah, yeah, yeah. makes me want to peel my skin I'd off. rather peel my skin I wonder off. what this yeah. other person's thinking right now. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> this so, is when I'm glad I, I can't read people's minds. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I hope no one has ever thought that for me. Uh, if you have, I'm, I'm sorry, I guess. <laughs> That's depressing. Well, just like this film. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is bringing out the worst in us. I'm loving it. And that moves us over to question number 10, which is, which scene from this film do you think will last with you the longest? No explanation. The car scene where they, like, force the kid to get in the car. Fuck you, get in the car. Oh. That's it. Just no explanation, no comment, nothing else. <laughs> you don't want to get too deep no. on that one, do you? No. Okay. No. I feel like he's feeling some feelings again. Don't worry, the tissues are handy. Um, for me, I was going to go something dark, but I actually ended up picking the getting served where it's just this incredibly awkward scene with that character that I love. Actually, I can't remember her name, but the woman from, um, you know, Unbelievable. Unbelievable, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and she's just trying to work out how to like serve him with this envelope. (laughs) And it's such a simple concept and she's just desperately struggling. And in the end, like he picks it up and she's like, pulls it off him and then she has to like hand back. Just the whole thing I just thought was hilarious. And it just... It was just this perfect awkward humour. So I just I really liked that. I thought it was just really cleverly done. Fair enough. Uh, I mean, we probably all thought that we were all going to take the the major scene where mm-hmm. he has that breakdown, punches the hole in the wall, they scream at each other, I wish you were dead, all that sort of stuff, which is probably the easy answer. That, I mean, we'll, we'll push that aside anyway. Because the other one for me is the bit where he cuts his wrist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Look, I, I, I'm, the reason why I'm laughing is when I laugh when I get confronted with cringy, cringy stuff. I love watching cringe videos. Yeah. I love watching, and that bit, he cuts his wrist, like, and he's like, oh, I forgot to put it away. Um, and she's like, are you right? He's like, oh, I'm fine, I'm fine. Oh, it's fine. He's bleeding he's fine. all over everything. through my shirt he's now. bleeding through shit, and then he's like hovering over her, like two arms around her. <laughs> he puts his arm around her to get the door open. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And then so you're like, bad. how can this get worse? And then he goes in. Crashes out on the kitchen and his son comes in. And he's like, "Daddy, you're right. Oh, yeah, I'm just a little tired." Like the blood was literally dripping <laughs> yeah. from his fingers, and he's oh. like, "No, no, 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 I'm fine." <laughs> See, yes, the cringy stuff. It's just like, yeah, the bit where he's getting served. Like, that's no, just just such quality comedy. How it did is... you not appreciate it, Spanky? Don't know. Don't know. Just, so just I'm gonna back up, Spanky. Here, I, I did think that you got served was like a Benny Hill skit. Yeah, was, you know, like yeah. one comes in, one comes out. Oh, what am I doing here? It was like gag comedy sort of thing. And yeah. okay, fair enough. I just loved it. I don't know what yeah. it was. Just it really appealed to me. I think because I saw that woman as such a such a serious stoic person, and then to see her in this ridiculous sort of nature, I just I really like that. Yeah, it makes sense. And I think she just played it really well as well. I can see where you're coming from, Liz. And yeah. that moves us down to our personal questions, which are three questions that we thought of while watching this film that we ask of the other two people we don't have to answer them ourselves spanky why don't you lead us off so uh nicole gets in there with the pretty much everyone at work at the futurist in the end and pablo the flirty grip i'm I'm sort of feeling as though it might have been a bit below her you know do you you reckon (laughs) rebound Pablo, the floaty grip, even if it's just fingering in the car the just fingering guy uh yeah yeah nah I, well, I feel like it's no. I feel like it's a massive rebound, and that she shouldn't be hooking up with a dude like that. I, I feel like she's going for the total opposite of what Adam Driver's like. You know, someone who's not driven, who doesn't give a shit, who just throws it all out there, sort of thing. But 
someone she can just tell who what to do. Yeah, true, yeah. Hey, see, as a woman, I'm like, yeah, nah, but actually I probably would at the same time. Give me a couple of beers, give me a couple of beers, and I probably would end up there. Yeah, and yeah. then the next morning you're just, just like... Put all the like, effort in, make oh. your David Bowie costume, you're looking good, yeah. your hair's looking a little bit good. and Had a massive you know, argument with your ex-husband. Like you so yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah, and then you wake up and you're like, oh, oh well, at yes. least I only let him finger me. Like, I guess, <laughs> I guess there's that. Sweet as, what do you got next, Spanky? Okay, so they both sort of pseudo sing songs in this thing, like like as sort of odes or tributes to one another. That at least that's the way that I see it. So, what song would you be going for to sing to your partner after a long and messy breakup? What's the What's the song? Well, not necessarily sing to your partner, right? Like just sing on your own, trying to sort of pretend you're getting over. That's someone. right. It's what you What you get over them song anyway yeah. that you sing like in the shower or whatever. I don't know. So I've got two answers because it depends on circumstances as in if I'm sober then I was thinking actually on my own which is from Les Miserables because it's this sort of powerful you know I can make it on my own sort of song I mean it's a bit depressing but at the same time it sort of ends like I recognize I'm on my own and I just have to manage yeah um and I actually learned it <laughs> this is a ridiculous thing that I did and that I was really excited last year I was like I'm gonna go and join a play I'm gonna go and be a character in a play actress in a play whatever and I found this one and it was like in, in parks and I was like oh cool that's like what 10 minutes from my house perfect and like planned the song and I practiced it in the shower and everything I thought this is going to be great scheduled an audition and then when I put the address for the theatre in it turns out it was three hours from my house it was <laughs> parks NSW not parks oh, ACT so yeah I didn't end up auditioning but I got really good at the song so <laughs> so if I was drunk I think it'd have to be total eclipse of the heart oh um, yes yeah. yeah really old school styles is it old school yeah where yeah, he's, yeah. he's really you know putting all the fuckings in and stuff yeah. you just <laughs> get a lot of emotion out of it. I fucking need you more than ever <laughs> yeah a great song I, I just feel like you could get all your tears out get all your emotion and just sit down and be really cathartic if it's like sad depressing like nasty song it would be Johnny cash hurt you know like that it's it's, but that's like not that is pure like my whole my fucking whole family got i don't know killed in a runaway piano incident or something like that piano fell out of a plane (laughs) rolled it down a hill this isn't connie man (laughs) i know i know but like you know that's more depressing but um me and spanky talked about this today adele someone like you Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. that, that's probably the next level up. But I'm actually going to do a song that helped me get over a breakup, and that was Foo Fighters Everlong. Because I broke up with a girl, and ah. I felt incredibly relieved, like really, really relieved. And I remember thinking, listening to the song, and going, "I wonder if I could ever feel this way again. I wonder if anything could ever feel this good forever, all that sort of thing, and all that sort of shit." And I was like, "This is really fucking good, man. Like, this is like feels so good. I feel relieved. I'm fucking out of that shit. Moving on and." I hope she's not listening to this podcast right now. Oh, no, fuck no, no. no. God, no. All right, so I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to finish my questions with the, the only question I really feel in my opinion is that if you were the judge, who would you give the kid to? Like, you know, what's your agreement? You know, like how many days or weekends or access or custody does one or the parent get? I feel like uh, after that epic bleeding scene, like <laughs> the mum's got to get custody and. Maybe the dad gets like custody. supervised custody. Oh, really? He bled all over <laughs> the door and probably her, and she looked so freaked out. Like, yeah, yeah. To me, I mean, I, I personally was like, you know, when you see that he's just trying to, he's just awkward and he just gets something a bit wrong, you're kind of like, ah, that's hilarious. But if you're that very meek, quiet woman that goes and interviews him, she just <laughs> must have been 
horrified. Yeah. See, I yeah, I agreed. Like that part was really bad, especially because he's like, "No, nah, I'm just tired." It's like, what happened next? Did he put the kid in bed and then went to the fucking hospital? You know what I mean? Like we don't really find out what happened because he clearly was like suffering from a lot of blood loss. Oh, he's hardcore. He probably just stapled his arm up and kept going. True. Yeah. yeah good point. Yeah. But then the, <laughs> on the flip side, she's just evil, and she, you know, oh, she's an alcoholic apparently, and there's like aspects of her where she's like working all the time and. You know, like, I, I know actresses work, like, 16, 18-hour days, so I was like, oh, I'm going to give it to neither of them. I'm going to give it to the grandma. The grandma has the best relationship with both of those two people that she would know what is best for that kid. You know, he's familiar with the house. His cousins live nearby. His grandma should be taking care of him, which I, it, she probably is taking care of him anyway. But, you know, give it to her. That's a really fair call. Like, I, I totally agree about them. Like, I, I said what I said because... You know, just that scene was hilarious and so terrible. But yeah, yeah they both had massive flaws, right? Like, that just yeah. you could easily go, you're both horrible. Just whatever. <laughs> I hate you both. And that moves us over to my questions. Uh, this question can be applied to any film, but um, we've, <laughs> we've kind of been discussing this a little bit. And I just wanted to know from you guys wh- who do you guys reckon was the biggest dick in this movie? Like, the most massive dickhead? You were going to hate my answer. Really? You reckon? Yep. It was the grandma. Right. <laughs> Why? Okay. I well, I hated all Explain of them. It was really that. hard to pick. Explain that. But then I went, hold up. This woman walks into your room when you're asleep and starts singing religious songs and opening the curtains. And you're like, I'm going through a painful divorce. Like, my kid is obviously traumatized. And you're going to walk in here and sing at me and That's then tell point. me that I have to do all the things you want to do. What? No, that is not a supportive mother. You're out. You're staying in her house, though. That's her prerogative. Yeah. She my, can do that shit. Okay, you haven't met my mother. My mother can be mildly terrifying. And if she tells me to get out of bed, I do it. But even my mother is like, I'll let you have a nice sleep until 8 a.m. Yeah, yeah, and yeah she'll enough. pop it and she'll be like... Liz, I think you need to get up now. We've got things to do. Okay, (laughs) mum. Yep. But uh, yeah, no, you're not coming into my room, opening the curtains and singing at me. Mm. And that makes sure you've got a good point there. And that's that's the idea of this question is like to actually like dive a little bit deeper and actually see who the biggest dick really is. Don't get me wrong; they're all dicks. But that singing that was unnecessary. Unnecessary. I think it's the the theatre guy. The When you win a Tony at 27 years old, (laughs) and he stands up, and he stands up in the middle of the. Yeah, he's just like, and he comes down when he's breaking, like, on the phone to his lawyer, like, trying to break up with his missus, like, I think we need to think about a scene where, like, I hug this woman, you know? And you're like... Oh, he wants a romance scene. And he wants a romance scene in his thing. He's just, like, so self-absorbed. He's just the... Yeah, he's, like, fucking so out of touch (laughs) with the rest of the whole movie. He doesn't even realise there's a movie going on. I've I've got to admit, like, when he gets (laughs) up to propose a toast to his director and star... And then just starts talking about it's Tony that he won at 27. You're like, what the fuck? And, <laughs> and Marlena Dietrich. And the time that I met Marlena Dietrich, you're like, fuck. What and the even hell? before that, he was like sitting talking to that other actor and he was like, oh, yeah, uh, the director gave me a note, but it's really for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's Apparently, yeah, I need to connect more. Yeah, you need to sort your stuff out. You're slowing me down. I was like, well, that's that, that dude. dude. Yeah. That dude. Totally that yeah. dude. Oh, I feel cool. I fucking hated him in Princess Bride as well. Inconceivable! Oh, God, He's lovely in Gossip Girl. Oh, really? Yeah, he's a real sweetheart. Oh. Hey, now, talking about the grandma, she, we find out that Jima and Adam Driver's character, Charlie, have actually had a bit of a secret relationship going on. They've been emailing each other back and forth. So much so that when he shows up, she's like, oh, I need to email you. I'll go do it right now. Rather than like actually just fucking talk to the dude. Anyway, I want to know from you guys. If you found out one of your exes was emailing your mother, would you guys be all cool with it or nah? Nah. 
Just nah, just it's just no question about it. So the question really is like, could you not see that your ex might actually have a like a personal relationship with like your parent aside outside of you? Can you? That's the real question. Could you see that? Uh, he doesn't have to answer his own question. I don't have to answer my own question. <laughs> your own question. I'm just saying, like, fuck no, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Like none. No matter how good friends with my mother. My exes were it, the mother-son bond should be stronger. Fuck yeah. that shit. That's fucked up. Well, yeah, no, uh, it didn't happen to me. Like, my, I, I would find it weird just because my exes never really talked to my mother that much, so right. they didn't have time to build that bond or anything. But my mum actually sort of did that with my, at least my brother's ex. So huh. my brother was in the army, walked in on his fiance, I think at the time, or at least girlfriend banging one of the guys from his, I want to say, unit. Yeah. His um, unit. Yeah, he, it was quite funny. Was banging he, he, his unit. Well, gotcha. From what I understand, he like he just walked out and left him. And then they, when they came to a roll call like the next day or whatever, he marched up, just punched the guy in the face. And the officer in charge was like, ah, oh, we need you to go over here and blah, blah, blah. Grabbed him over and took him into a room. He said, what's going on? He said, oh, I found him sleeping with my girlfriend yesterday. And the guy's like, oh, let's just sit here for a bit longer so it seems like I'm telling you off. Are you okay? <laughs> and Ruben's like, yeah, I'm all right. And he's like, okay, cool. What a good dude. This is probably enough time. Yep, we can go back now. So, yeah, but um, my mother actually stayed in touch with her for a while because they'd, they'd been together for a couple of years and, you yeah. know, they, they'd been connected, you know. So I, I, think they, I don't think they're still in touch now. But or still anything. just hobag by the sounds of it. She was okay. She was an okay person. She made a bad well, – I mean, this is a very ph- philosophical discussion. But yeah. I could see that, you know, you, your parents could build a relationship with someone over a period of time where – they might worry about that person and know that they didn't necessarily have a great life or there might be other stuff going on yeah. and want to care about them. That just means that you have great parents, I guess. I don't know. Which could sort of could be applied to this film because we find out his parents are just complete pieces of shit. Exactly. And so she feels like she's been a surrogate mother to this guy and got a real good relationship. And like a ridiculously good relationship. Yeah. Like if I walked in and like lifted Stacey's mum off the ground and like threw her over my shoulder and was like, Gmail or something like that, I'd probably never see her again. But I feel like that's different people, right? <laughs> like, you could yeah, try yeah. that with my mother and, oh, no, you just please don't ever try that with my mother, Sam. It would not go down well. But um, oh, yeah, I, th- I really felt like they tried to show that that relationship was basically he was her son as well. Yeah, because yeah. when he looked at the photos on her, what, on her mantle or piano or whatever, and there was actual photos of him just by himself. Yes, yes, So true, t- yeah. you could see that to the grandma, like, he was one of her son, Like, he was her yeah. son. Yeah, that's good So you kind of, like, oh, I kind of see that. Yeah. But, but you still know, not cool, I think. You do you, boo. No, 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 no. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next question here, guys. Uh, you two have gotten married, and the relationship is soured and turned to shit. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> you two are now divorcing. Sounds, sounds realistic. <laughs> yeah, I can see this, yeah. <laughs> Through all fault of, fault of his own, Spanky's managed to fuck up the relationship. And now oh. you guys are getting divorced. Well, you know, well, mixed fault. Even, even No, no, split. you said it's Spanky's fault. I like this. <laughs> Clearly shows what Sounds feasible. Of sounds feasible. Yeah. Sounds yeah, feasible. Yeah. We want it to be realistic as possible. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure I'd do something <laughs> wrong, you know. I wouldn't cook every night, you know. <laughs> That's right. Maybe, yeah. So let's fantasy draft it, or you guys can just pick uh, the same one if you want. But we've got three divorce lawyers in this film. We've got Alan Older, we've got Ray Liotta, and we have Laura Dern's character. Which one? Which one would you guys pick for your divorce? Nora. Nora's all fucking over that shit. No. no. 
I'm taking. I'm the woman. She's not going to support you. Oh, of course she would. I'm fucking charming ass. <laughs> Nora she says, "Sorry, I look so schleppy. I've just been something at the at my kid's school. You know, just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, she'd yeah. love me. She'd love me. I'm telling you. I think she would, but I think she liked Charlie just fine. But she, you could see she was a woman's woman. She was there. Yeah. So you guys she, would both pick it though. Is it? Is that what you're picking now? I oh, didn't yeah. really. I oh, feel yeah. like I'm a, more of a planner than you. I feel like, I don't know. I'm, Fuck, I'm basing is it this... got to be ver- me versus you? This is hypothetical. Jeez. <laughs> I'm basing this on nothing, but I feel, I feel like I'm the planner. And uh, I'm going to go, yeah, well, maybe there'll be, I'll, I'll plan, you know, when the uh, the, uh, the secretary they were talking about before was like, oh, some people go around to loads of lawyers so that their yeah, partner can't meet me. Go to like I'm 11, gonna Nora, like, yeah. I'm like, look, he blinked at me funny today, so I'm just consulting with you so he can never use you. So. Just right. just in case, just so that you know, like in this purely hypothetical situation, yes. I'm, I'm still fucking getting Nora, by the way. No. <laughs> <laughs> like after all the <laughs> shit that you talked about, Laura that's Dern all me, girl. bro. Fine, I'm getting the notorious RBG. Sure. I'm getting sure. Ruth Bader Ginsburg in. Sure. Like, I mean, nice. just, yeah, if it's yeah. a fantasy draft of lawyers, I'm getting the best lawyer in the goddamn world. Yeah. And that moves us over to Liz. What have you got there, Liz? I had one overarching question in my mind for the entire time I watched the film, and I still have this question in my mind. What the fuck was happening in that play at the start? Oh, I, you're, you're meaning the infamous play, uh, Pretentious Wankius. Yeah. Electra. <laughs> Electra, wasn't it? Yeah, because that yeah. gives so much light to what the hell was going on with their try crawling except walking at the same time. Yeah, 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 and yeah. all of the weird talking over the video and then they carry her away. I didn't get any of it. I, I would like an explanation. I had no idea. You know, like, I feel like they were trying to, like, like hyperbole sort of thing where they're trying to make it look as fucking stupidly out there as possible. So it's contrasting to her doing a sci-fi pilot for just a stand- stock standard, you know, stupid TV show. This is the epitome of art. This is the epitome of, like, fucking not art. You know, the opposite of art. Whatever that is. Like, well, I don't know. Like, somebody recently duct taped a banana to a wall and sold oh. it for 300 grand. So what the fuck is art? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? 100%. Yeah, yeah. I felt like it was some sort of rebirthing type of thing. Ooh. And they were like, because she was all wrapped up and shit, like they were like trying to stuff her back into the womb type of thing. And it was this whole like birthing because like in the whole, like it was the end of something and the start of something new. And I felt like it had these parallels and that there was some sort of like, yeah, like she's all like cocooned up, like she's trying to get stuffed back into the womb. Fascinating thoughts, guys. None of that gave me any more insights. So <laughs> thanks. My... Question 18 was, uh, would you rather live in New York or L.A.? That was one of the key questions of the whole movie was, you know, living in New York or L.A. So what's your decision? There's only one right answer. Yeah, there is. Uh, I'd like to think I am artistic and highbrow and cool and funky and original and have my own ideas, which would make me want to live in New York, Uh, especially because this New York and this film is just like that. But L.A. has space. It's got space. Bollocks. <laughs> I may have no, given away what the real life is. I'd, like I'd like to think that I'm like that, but I'm more LA. LA. It doesn't have space. It's just piles I, of like. I know, but they just say that. It's on each other. And- they say that in the movie like a million times. It's got space. You love the space out here. And it's like, space. Yeah, I know. Those I know. People that. need to come to New Zealand. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, you know, like as much as I like to think that I'm highbrow and pretentious and artistic and cool and creative and all that sort of shit. Nah, I mean, this podcast is an example. I'm more LA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. What about you, Spanky? Start spreading the news. Yeah. I'm leaving today. I want to be a part of it. New York. New York. Even it's... the New York in this movie? 
Even the New York in this movie? Yeah, okay. definitely. I think so. You know, like artsy, cool, fun, meeting your friends down at the pub. It's like... Babysitters masturbating on your couch? Yeah, just exactly. I'm sure there's babysitters masturbating on your couch in LA too, buddy. <laughs> and there's True. always babysitters masturbating on my couch. Okay, so... Know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear God. Um, all right, uh, third question. Uh, what is the one belonging or demand that you would not compromise on in a divorce? What about this? And I was like, "What are the what are my most prized possessions?" And I was like, "These this podcasting equipment." And I was like, "She's not going to fucking want that." And then I was like, "Oh, my like signed comics by Stanley. She's not going to want them. <laughs> She's not going to want my comic collection. She's not going to want my Xbox. She's not going to want my TV. She's going to give all of that shit to me." So then I was like, trying to think of what's one thing that me and Stacy use a lot that we both get a lot of enjoyment out of. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, that. <laughs> Oh shit! Oh, totally no. overlooked that, didn't you? The right answer yeah, was listen, always the I baby. I don't think he thought of the baby. I saw one belonging. I didn't want to class fern as a belonging. I didn't see the part that says all demand. <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely my child. Definitely your child. Oops. Oops. I'm sorry. <laughs> Do you know how some people read the first three words of a sentence and then they just make up the rest? That's me. Uh-huh. I'm one of those skim readers. I'm like, oh, I know where this is going. I don't need to read the rest of this. Stacey's definitely using this podcast in your divorce oh, proceedings. Oh, fuck, probably. I'm done. <laughs> no, I mean, I well, obviously Fern. <laughs> obviously Clearly, Fern, yeah. She is a wee cutie. Yeah. What about you, Spanky? Stereo. Stereo. Yeah, stereo. Yep. Yeah, for sure. There you go. Stereo. I like I like. How them. good is the stereo? What, what kind of stereo are we talking? Yeah, it's pretty good. Oh, okay. I'll pass it on to... Pass it on to my lawyer. What about you, Liz? You you don't have to answer your own question. Is this something that you would like go? F- yeah, no, I was thinking about that too, and I mean, I'm and I, I don't see how you could take it away from me. But mine would be like my family. Like I yeah. would have to be out of still. I guess if you, I guess if Spanky was like, right, well, we have to move to the middle of Africa and never come back to New Zealand. I think yeah. that would be a real battle for me because I'd need to stay in, stay in touch with my family. But that was what annoyed me about the movie, right? Like. Clearly, he could get work in LA. He just yeah. didn't want to and never thought about it. So it was kind of like, mm. how could you he be? He just that? did what he just wanted. He just did what he wanted to do. But he just didn't even think outside what he wanted to do. It wasn't nah. even like he went, oh, but she oh, wasn't, should I do this? By should her I own do admission, this? she wasn't very clear on what she wanted yeah. either, and that he was very clear about he what he wanted. So he's like, right, I want to live in New York. That's all I fucking imagine happening. She's all like, oh, it'd be nice if this would happen. It'd be nice if that would happen. When you have those two people yeah. with those two different types of personalities, it's just like not going to fucking mesh in. You know that's what I mean? Like, like she got yeah. she got walked over because she was how she was. Because she and she, but she knew that he was like that, and at some stage or another, she loved him for it. But he even says that in the movie, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's that, just no, one hundred percent. I, I actually was almost for my philosophical thought was kind of like, how many marriages wouldn't break up if the two people just communicated properly? You know, like communication is such a huge thing, and you can just see with them, they just didn't. Like he just did not listen to her, and she did not speak up enough. Like she just did not go, look, Charlie. We need to move to LA. I need to make this happen. We need to do it for at least two years, and then we can talk about coming back to New York. But, yeah, yeah. You know, like she needed to just sit down and go, "This is what I need." But and she, she had the feeling did. like that was her. Pre- she was premeditated to do that from the start anyway, and that was what she was. But she just never fucking communicated that. To it's her. like yeah. they both thought that the other was telepathic, like just kind of would like go, "Oh, well, clearly she knows I just want to stay in New York. Clearly he knows I want to go back to LA." 
just use your goddamn words, people. You're adults. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You work really together. Really? You spend all your time together. Use, like, sure, use you... your words. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Use your words. What's wrong? Like, what's wrong? <laughs> all right, Jimmy. Use your words, right? What's wrong? What is Although, some of the words they were using, I had to say, did you notice just some of the bollocks talk that they were using? And she's like, I just needed a piece of earth to call yeah. my own. I'm like, who says that? Yeah, exactly. What a ridiculous freaking phrase. Like, Yeah, wankery art fucking yeah. actresses say that. Yeah, and just, yeah uh, there was a lot of that. What he turned her into, like, he t- took her from being like... Oh, an LA actress, g- which is clearly classy g- as fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing movies where she gets her tits out into doing... Like highbrow fucking performance art, interpretive scenes, crawling and, like and walking. Crawl- yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, so yeah, he probably made it. But I just yeah, I feel like they just needed to talk clearly yeah. and honestly and openly. So there you go, listeners. Just do that, and your marriage will be fine. This comes from fuck. No, I don't have enough insurance. Single. I don't have enough insurance to cover <laughs> bad advice from the person sitting over there. So this is not the personal advice of Adam Sarang. Oh yeah, don't. Nor does this reflect the opinions of the movie reviews. Exactly. Oh, Thank look, you very to be honest, much. don't listen to me. I've been single pretty much my whole life, you know. So yeah, I don't think. I'm just saying it seems like the good idea. Fair enough. I might try it in my next relationship. You never know. Yeah, might work. Anyways, that moves us down to our final question, which is another Patreon question. This question comes courtesy of Julio of the Contrarians podcast. Podcast in which they take a film and they show you how every film's subjective, so they will basically rage against the Rotten Tomatoes machine. So, for instance, for this film, which is like 95%, pretty much universally beloved, they will argue why this movie is shit. <laughs> and then they do their Contrarians corner where they give the actual sort of their actual opinion on it. So that's an awesome podcast you guys should check out. And what Julio would like to know is what is your most controversial opinion about this film? There's a lot of a lot of thirst for Adam Driver. Yeah. Like there's a lot of thirst for him in this film. They're all like, oh, he's so hot. I love the guy. No. Really? I'm not going there. And look, I go for tall and dark and light eyes. Like this is very much my type. And, you know, like if you look at all the last few dudes I've dated or whatever. But no, nothing appealing about it to me at all. Nothing appealed. Interesting. Yeah. I was like, where's the talent in this film? I want to see a nice... Attractive. I'd be more likely to bang Ray Liotta's character. <laughs> oh, the fuck in there? Yeah, I hated that guy. <laughs> Greaseball. Look, yeah. okay. Like I said, serially single. So you know, I'm yeah, not saying true. I make the best decisions, but no, just I just did not find him attractive, and I just thought it was really interesting. It just kept coming up on my Twitter, and I just thought, no, you're all wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you, Smeggy? That no one should actually be interested in this film. As who cares about another like upper middle class couple separating? You know, it's like a fucking entitled separation. Like this isn't even these these are people that can like actually afford to break up and fly backwards and forwards between blah blah blah. And pay They're, the lawyers and, and pay the lawyers and do all that sort of shit. There is absolutely no real fucking hardship that comes with this film apart from a whole bunch of dumb people losing their money, and you're just like. Why would that be interesting to me? Like, fuck these guys, by the way. There you go. That's it's, my controversial opinion. It's interesting you say that. It's almost like the judge had that opinion, you know, when he was like, look, you know, we think we've exhausted this and there's like other people here who need my time. And, oh. you know, yeah, he's like, you know, clearly you have the money and means to sort this out. So I'm going to appoint someone to do this for so you. To piss off. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Eh? But yeah. it did. It got like so much, like, you know, you really heard about it and it got a lot of media and traction and stuff for a Netflix film, especially. Yeah, yeah you're right. Talking about other controversial opinions, that adjudicator, what was that? <laughs> she was so weird and awkward, it was great. Yeah, like, don't get me wrong, the actress playing her did an awesome job of what she was given, 
But it was just such a weird role. Like, too weird. Well, I mean, clearly there are those roles. We know someone where they are an adjudicator, but she just didn't seem to connect with them in any way or, you know, really try and insert herself into the scene or whatever. She was just this really awkward thing, so it couldn't have been a natural... If, understanding of the situation. If you told me which, uh, I mean, if one of our questions in this podcast was uh, which character was somebody that had been kidnapped off the street and had a gun fucking held to their head and said, you have to go do this, she would be that role because she legitimately was like, so what do you guys do? So what's for dinner? So so where am I? What's going on? Will I ever see my family again? Oh, no, I was I, like, what, is, what the fuck is this person doing? I think the sister-in-law could have challenged her for that. Like, oh, yeah, I yeah, do yeah. not know how to hand this envelope to this person. <laughs> this is too complicated. Yeah, this yeah, is, yeah. This- I, I, I want this too much. Like, yeah, that yeah. was pretty f- hilarious. Yeah. And that takes us to the end. Is there anything you guys would like to say more about Mar- Mariage Marigaji story? No, she had warned me more before watching this shit. There's like, I did. Def- there's definitely, you definitely cop some feels when you watch this. If you've got a heart, a- at least even a little bit, I feel like you cop some feels when you list- when you watch this. So, um, yeah, good, good film after all. I told After you it was heavy. It, it's heavy, for yeah. sure. But, I think, but good film. Yeah, no, I mean, it's not something that I necessarily would have automatically watched. But no, I mean, I enjoyed it at the same time as kind of being incredibly depressed about it. <laughs> I'm not sure if I ever want to get married now. But yay, movie. <laughs> like, kind of like, yay, but also, oh God. Yeah. yeah. So enough. thanks, Sam, for the, your brilliant suggestion. Oh, and thanks for coming on, Liz. Thanks for taking the time out to come visit us here in the sunny Mount Monganui. It has and been amazing. And thank you very much for having me. And I really hope that I can come back and do another one. I think we were talking oh, about a good 90s film. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anytime, anytime. Cool. And yeah, that's the end. If you want to get in contact with us, you can find us on Twitter at Move Reviews In. You can find us on Gmail at MRITQS at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook when we occasionally open Facebook. It's uh, Move Reviews and 20 Qs. And yeah, send us an email, send us a tweet, whatever. Uh, we will be back full time doing this probably in about February or March. Baby depending. Yeah, it's a massive change to our lives. And uh, finding the time to do these has become incredibly hard. But anyway, yeah. It's so nice that you've remembered the baby now, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that is thanks from me. Thanks from me. And double thanks from me. <laughs> <laughs>